0: Man, no, that's pretty. We could do a duet. It's a privilege for me. She's 28. He's 88. It's whether or not they want to sing with me, though. I don't know. I told you, I don't like to be anywhere but cheek to cheek when you're in the room. An amazing privilege. Rod's done a duet with you. Two macho guys. Mixed power is physical and visual. David's a steel And big... I was thrilled to work with you. Let's hope we do it again.
1: We sing all the time, duets, you
0: know. So I was thinking, this sounds kind of Italian. So I called Zucchero. I don't believe it. No, it's the girl is mine, mine, mine. Still going around your head, is it? Come, get it out.
1: So in our first episode, we managed to create a circular playlist that connected six duets by way of the six lead vocalists involved. And it was a a twist on the six degrees of separation theory. Yes. More six degrees of collaboration. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Now, due to the triumphant glow that I felt as we completed our first effort, Mm. when the concept strength was gauged On the unscientific principle of one result from one experiment, I was confident enough to challenge you, Ross, to name any pop duet as a starting point for another simple, what I thought would be simple, six-link chain loop. Hmm. But I have failed. What? Yeah, I couldn't do it in six. (laughs) You can't can't
0: fail. is the whole fucking concept goes to dust, Yeah, But, 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 but... but, hmm. I was was tempted
1: to cheat a little bit, but... but, And the way I would have have cheated was, um, instead of connecting them just by the artist with each other in a duet, I was thinking of maybe, you know, maybe a cover of a duet, I could kind of cheat that way, or, yeah, or the other way of... <laughs> I, know. I, I know. know. I don't know. No, yeah. I don't like it either. No. Or the other way was using a trio instead of a duet. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. But, but. but we, asked, we we need to stay faithful to the format. Yeah. And so instead of doing it in six,
0: this time we're going to do it in Eight. OK. This shows the strength of the concept, in a way, because try- that's what our aim is, six degrees. But sometimes you can't. You've got to stick to the rules. You've got to start there and get there. You try, and that's the, that's the game. Sometimes games are lost. Exactly.
1: But, uh, you know, I'm not saying this is a lost game. It's just, no, and sometimes it's...
0: you lose a game, but it's the best game you've ever played in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So let's see how this one goes. Do you remember what duet you recommended?
0: Yeah, one that I thought was like, oh my God, that's like the best, best duet, like there is, isn't it? Don't Give Up by Peter Gabriel with Kate Bush. Because I don't know about duets, don't really like them very much. And that was one that I was like, well, that's, that's good, isn't it? Left us, so it seems, I am a man whose dreams have all deserted. I've changed my face, I've changed my name, but no one wants you when you lose. Don't give up, cause you have. So it starts with like the first line: In this proud land, we grew up strong. Like a narrator in a theatre, it's theatrical. And, um, or like the beginning of 300, like, in this wild land, we grew up strong. It's a bit entitled,
1: actually. It's like this, yeah, you know, I was taught to fight, taught to win, never thought I could fail. How we've all been educated about how great the British Empire is, how great it, we won World War II. Yeah,
0: entitled, yeah. He sounds like a statesman or something, like addressing his people at the beginning, like some Caesar, or like a politician or something. But then it stops being like that, and it's like... More like about unemployment, but then, like the third or second verse, he's talking about like the trees all being burnt um, by the the, lake. That's when it gets really serious, and it's like because before before that,
1: it's just a it's a bit of a commentary on the state of things. But then, I think this has been wrongly understood as like a working class kind of unemployment cry for help. God, really? But the lyrics don't actually kind of say that because when he says about going back and the trees are burnt. It's like he goes to his lakeside house. It's like, no
0: no working-class guy is going to have a lakeside house. Actually, I, I'm imagining Lake Geneva or something. And he's really? coming back, and the Nazis have all burnt his house. It's, he's trying to be expansive and, like, vague, and, like... And it's, yeah, it sort of works. But it never really gets working-class gritty. I mean, like, the words are, obviously, like, so many men, no-one needs... Yeah, I mean, that refer to working-class. Yeah. But the we rest sort of doesn't really... It, Is it gonna chime with the working class or is it really more like, it's like for a middle-class sort of 80s audience of couples having problems? Yeah. (laughs) He's battling depression more. I think so. Depression core it is, basically. It's it's high
1: fidelity melancholy, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I've been looking at his face quite a lot, Gabriel's face. He's so sad looking, but he has naturally like a kind of downturned mouth. So I don't know if that's part of it. And he kinda of has this like reluctant star aura about him. He talks yeah. well and he talks he's calm and he's polite and maybe doesn't like to do all these interviews, even though he's done a hell of a lot because he's all over the place. I can find there's, so many.
0: I feel like there's something missing there in Gabriel's like he just does this like Jedi mind trick on you, just like don't look at me too much, like don't, yeah. don't investigate too <laughs> too deeply, because I mean I, all his music's so produced, it's because it's like sort of covering up, maybe for there's there's not a raw rawness to it. There's definitely a raw though, like
1: R O A R. I mean he roars a lot because he's into what is, his yeah, like um, yeah is into all his self-discovery kind of psychotherapy um, and new age human potential movement kind of stuff? He'd do the um, sensory deprivation tanks. He'd do the uh, large group awareness training, Jeez. and uh, he did couples therapy with his wife, where he'd be in like kind of small groups talking about their relationships, you know, with other couples and stuff. I mean, I think he's kind of experimented in different um, new age kind of techniques of uh, uncovering. What's you know maybe his his emotional problems later on. He, like, if you look at him now, he looks mm-hmm. totally radiant and looks totally like happy and like he's always smiling and, and so I don't know if there's just because I think he might have been going through his
0: divorce around this time. So maybe it's just all that kind of stuff that was yeah. yeah. There's definitely some divorce in this song as well. I mean, either lost your job or or, or your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also got like this. Um, parental, familial sort of uh, vibe as well, with Kate as well, because it seems yeah. like they're a couple, and, uh, but, but they're, they're not talking, they're talking to each other, but they're sort of like talking to the masses, like, like the, are, queen, the queen and king. They are, they're not, talk, they're not
1: talking directly to each other. At, well, he doesn't no. talk to
0: her at all. He's talking, no. he's
1: talking, of, it's like he's writing his, his diary, or he's writing his like kind of poetry about him in the, as the center of this great world. But, like, she is, she's talking directly to it. Like, he's she's not, not listening. listening. He's not listening. And then, no, just he's goes not. On. And then he moves to another town and just kind of <laughs> moans about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. i got to say, there's some, it's quite confusing, this song, actually. Because the uh, the chorus is, uh, don't give up. Seems quite sort of uh, like a different song to to the verses. Because everything kind of cuts out. Well, yeah, the warm pads come in. Mm. So it sort of, yeah, it sort of seems to add. It adds and takes away at the same time. A good little trick. The production is good. I always remembered it having, like, sort of Orientalist core game one sort of, like, uh, percussion sort of bits. But then when I listened to it, it it's like, it's all that fretless bass.
1: It's the fretless um, highlights in the chorus uh, that kind of respond to Kate Bush. Kind of groan in the background. Like... Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, I, mean, I suppose a him, because, like, she's trying to give him some kind of um, support, but he just yeah. doesn't... he's just not
0: listening. <laughs> he's not listening, fucking <laughs> blanking over his fretless. <laughs> and then I never remembered, like, the whole middle bit. Oh, the gospel bit? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like that at all. Like, I had no like, idea about that bit, no. either.
1: Well, he's yeah. shouting, and she's nearly recoiling, like, from how loudly he's singing she's almost like she's a bit sick of um reassuring him because she yeah. knows he's not going to listen as soon as she stops he's like talking about
0: suicide <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i'm trying to tear you up here Fucking listen <laughs> god's sake oh shut up going on on and on i mean okay. my memories of this song are not that gospel bit at all like my memories are sort of going oh that is quite pensive and like all moody
1: and very um, moody.
0: Very serious and very real. Oh, Let's go back like, to the beginning, because the beginning yeah. is
1: like, it sets the scene and it's like mm. it's really nice, that bass, that... I felt like it was a warmer joy division or something. It has yeah. that kind of, that atmospheric... And it has the poly pipes kind of going... <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly.
1: It's really nice. Yeah. Really And nice. the guitar kind of as a um, counterpoint to the pipes. So they're kind of like weaving a little atmosphere
0: Shit, and then the chord the and
1: then the chord changes and that's when you kind of you think, oh, right, there's a song coming because it could have just dum, like, a... dum, like it changes to a minor, maybe. Mm. And also what's strange about that bass is like the little, little pattern, the doom, doom, on that last kind of doom, there's like a perfect fifth or something like, like kind of um, like how you play a power chord with the, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just, like, he's definitely playing some chords on the bass, or whoever's yeah, playing the bass. It's, it's really nice and interesting. Yeah, yeah it fills the space very nicely. Mm. And I think there's like there is a sort of percussive sequence, kind of just underneath it, giving it some click. Yeah, but, like, but so, what is it? I can't really hear what it is. No, I feel like it's an M1 sort of like oriental sound or something. But well, <laughs> he was
1: he was like really big into. He's a uh, Fairlight CMI. Um, the kind of first digital audio workstation was yeah. this Fairlight thing, wasn't it? Where it had like a TV screen and you could kind of... And it had a light pen and you could draw over the screen to do your kind of waves of how you were Really? Yeah. Oh. Cool. So he was like well, the first person in Britain to have one. And then he he, went, he nearly went into business selling them.
0: And then he thought, actually, maybe I would make a song with them instead. <laughs> <laughs> but the panpipes thing, I was th- I was like... This panpipe shit it keeps crop- <laughs> cropping up, like, all over the middle of the 80s. It's like, the, it's, the, it's the simps. It's the simps. Like, yeah, uh, it, it's it, the simps. Yeah. It's in, like, uh, Bross. It's in The Riddle, Ian Kershaw, I owe you nothing, Bross. Feed the World, obviously, has the panpipe bit at the end. And the, <laughs> it sort of, like, sounds militaristic. Is it in sledgehammer <laughs> as well? What's the, Or is that
1: a I bamboo flute? That might be a bamboo flute. You know, the... Oh, yeah. It's in
0: yeah that's not quite pipe this yeah yeah well it's a flute i mean you're pretty pretty close yeah but i don't think you can go on some pan pipes unless you're fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> or you have a synthesizer with the sounds on it oh yeah <laughs> with a light pen oh, yeah. to draw it and a fucking light pen jesus christ <laughs> um but yeah like this pan pipism all over that that era and it's sort of like does this thing yes we are here, like, uh, marching. Well, it kind of um, it goes with the folk
1: ballad kind of um, structure of the song as well. Yeah. So
0: maybe when he wrote it, it was like, oh, this makes me think of these kind of sounds. Cause it, yeah. But it's never used in folk in the same way. Like the, it's used in these kind of 80s songs, like, as a very kind of call-to-armsy sort of, like, stand-up-and-be-counted kind of. Do, 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 do. Oh, is that a panpipe? I think so, so. It sounds pipey. I mean, it might not be panpipes the time, but it's pipes. Definite pipes. Maybe it's bagpipes. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Get simple Minds to bagpipe. That's Scottish. I feel like there's like a sort of Soviet thing about this song. I always thought like there was. Oh, of, I know what it is. I know what it is. What? I know what it is. It's his jacket.
1: Is it? They're obviously cold because they're unemployed. There's some funny, There is (laughs) in the video, there's some funny, like, hints at the unemployed. Like, he's got a um, five o'clock shadow that's, like, barely visible. (laughs) He's got this huge jacket on that looks a bit wrong-sized. Kind of, you know, it's like, he'll never wear anything. (laughs) They've got four new clothes. (laughs) She's wearing, like, a kind of um, khaki work shirt, like she's been working in the factory.
0: Yeah. So I think that's where you're getting the Soviet thing from. Right, but I, I haven't watched the video, not lately anyway. But oh, just, you've not watched the video? No, I can't remember the video, but I just feel, but maybe I did obviously see it when it came out in 1986. <laughs> okay,
1: well, it's one yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, it's the couple in an embrace. His head's above her head because she's got a chest. And they spin round, I mean, so there must be on a um, turntable. And what? so he by you a see the
0: turntable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tiny <laughs> just, little just about balancing on yeah.
1: So he's in shot when he's singing and then it turns and then her face will be in shot when she does the chorus. And during the video there's a sun behind it gets eclipsed by the So moon. it's like it's by the moon. Yeah, the moon comes across the sun. Just as the gospel bit hits, the kind of um, re- the bit about the suicide, he's going to stand on that bridge and keep his eyes below, whatever may come and whatever may go.
0: Shit! I didn't bother listening to the lyrics in that bit because I just thought it was like I just heard the chords and I was like, oh, this is the happy bit, like everything's great. Oh, really? <laughs> I was totally wrong? Obviously, it's the opposite. Yeah. Ah, okay, so the moon is appropriate then. Him
1: being eclipsed, you know, his life going being snuffed out at this. Yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I always like think of this song, and I'm going, Oh, that's one that, oh, maybe if I was really depressed, gonna kill myself, maybe I'd listen to that. But then I probably just would kill myself if I did listen to that at that point.
1: I doubt it because you just want to hear that you know, threatless <laughs> bass
0: things True. again. True, I'd be like, Oh, where those pan pipes would get. <laughs> <laughs> True, the pan yes. pipes would save me, yeah. But I don't believe he's actually desperate. This is the thing. It's he's not, just, is he? He's just musing. Yeah. Like, he's just like musing in quite a comfortable position. Yeah. Like, and he's getting a bit arty as well. Oh, some uh, burnt trees next to a leg, like, Oh, yeah. It's more like the angst of a public school outsider. Not really. Yeah. There was quite a few other outsiders that he made music with and sold synths with later on. And yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Soul Suits 2. He, I mean he got yeah. Kate Bush into the into the fairlight as well. He's...
0: Okay, and, and Kate uses one in any tracks, does she? She was the first one to have it
1: recorded on a on a record to be released. So yeah. Really? And which one she was an that? early early adopter of um, yeah. the album Never Forever in nineteen eighty,
0: She's she's always got a bit of a mummy quality, hasn't she? And uh, even though but, she's so young like a nice young mummy. Art teachers. Just... Dash mummy. Yeah, even though she's only, what,
1: tw- you know, maybe 27, 28 during this? Yeah, she's got, like, a old head on her shoulders, sort of. But mummy.
0: I wouldn't know what... I, w- I can't remember a young a young mummy. OK, I think I do remember a young mummy. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember young mummy and daddy. I do. Because I do. they were... The, Pretty young but yours must have been pretty young too when they have you maybe uh, maybe not as young maybe not uh, as young i was 30. I was,
1: no, sorry, you, I was you were 30. 30 when you were born
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you were little <laughs> I was a 30 year old baby <laughs> when people ask what weight were you when you come out i just say yeah 30 years old <laughs> yeah i mean you you know you don't remember a young mummy but your mum remembers an old Old, so old. <laughs> <That's> for sure. <laughs> We're the same age. <laughs> God, yeah.
1: So yeah, well, she was thirty. That's what I'm trying to say. So <laughs> okay, I yeah, can't I remember. My mum was
0: like twenty. A young mum or something when I was born. So she would have been. Right. I would have remembered her age, twenty-eight. Let's say. Mm. Yeah. So that is uh, That's probably Kate's
1: age. Like, at this point, she's like. What was what you call it? A national treasure. And she's been around around for 10 years, and she's a national treasure. I mean, she had a Christmas special in, like, about two years into her career. Who does that? Who has that? I mean, that's pretty fucking big impact, isn't it? That is big impact. To have, like, an hour or so show in, like, 1979, which is where she first duetted with Peter Gabriel, a Roy Harper song called Another Day.
0: Not heard that, gonna listen, definitely.
1: And at this point, these two are, like... Critical darlings, yeah. Does these two guys go on to win best British male and best British female of the Brits this year? Okay, so they are like big uh, favourites of the hierarchy.
0: Yeah, it was. It's, it's a very aspirational time, isn't it? So everyone's like, oh yeah, we love a bit of uh, Gabriel and Bush. Like even though, and they're talking sort of down to us, but we love it.
1: Before I looked into. Gabriel, I was, I was trying to just, just kind of think, well, oh, I've got to think about what I think of him now before I listen to anything, and uh, before I read about anything of him. Mm. And my idea was like, he was this Arts Council golden boy, that he would, yeah. he would be given the money, mm. like the hierarchy would just entrust it to him and say like, he'll get it done, it'll be great, everyone loves that stuff. And yeah. um, the people he was doing it for on the receiving end would be like, oh, I, don't really
0: I don't really get it. Yeah. Yeah, hence number nine was its peak, not number one. You know, it's right. kind of going for a number two, number one sort of slot, maybe this. Yeah. Perhaps it's, going, it's big, isn't it? It's like, this is a message to the people. This song's almost like too in love with itself, like, to communicate a clear kind of direct message. And it thinks it sort of breathes like it's this direct thing, but actually it's not direct. It's kind of like it's a bit of a cut and paste stuff. Yeah. In a way.
1: But I think it works just with those lines that Kate Bush sings. Yeah. I think that's any, enough, any, any, isn't it? That's enough. Anyone can put that to any situation and it's yeah. you know, and it's just there to kind of you uh, he know, help you through difficult times. You know,
0: to be fair, no he, one's fucking got no, no idea what he's going on about, and uh, then it's like, oh, don't give up. Oh, no, no yeah, that's you right. You shouldn't give up, actually. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's right. So maybe I'll go into work tomorrow and I'll finish that wall.
1: You know. Oh, but you're unemployed. You haven't got a job.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm mean, no, a But don't give up. up. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go into the job centre tomorrow. Yeah. No, I mean, you'll yeah. you'll go to a different town. Oh God. Go to, to different, different town. Get to a different town. Shit. But don't go worries. back don't back, go back to your lakeside home because <laughs> someone the trees. All the trees? <laughs> oh. Nazis have like scorched earth on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's... Nazis in fucking sorry. Oh, shit. I did actually think that it might
1: be like a Vietnam vet thing at first. Ooh. Didn't That's... think that. But they're yeah.
0: English, so I don't
1: know. Yeah. Like, I know, but then I thought, well, he's probably maybe trying to break the American market at this point.
0: Yeah, get a bit of scorched earth in there for the
1: Vietnam boys. Yeah, a, a bit of the Vietnam. But, no, apparently it
0: wasn't. Apparently it was about the uh, Thatcher's reign of evil and all the unemployment. Oh, it's so vague. Uh, I just don't think it even related to that. I mean, whatever Gabriel says, I just think it's, it supports Thatcher more, eh? than <laughs> <laughs> anything. But it's not really a proper duet really is it? it's just like she just does the chorus Ray, yeah. fit right on
1: it and that is that's it's I lesson. would say I would say it is she has a, a big enough part she's not just kind of singing along she's kind of singing against him there it is a kind of a, a difference of opinion you know mm. anyway we should probably um end this with a piece of information that this this guy keeps cropping up on this um The Brit Awards. Best album went to Dire Straits, of course, Brothers in Arms. Oh, of course. Didn't go to Gabriel, didn't go to Bush. Went to where it belongs. And uh, (laughs) and, uh, do you know who won won the outstanding contribution to music that year?
0: Bill Collins. Eric Clapton. Oh. He's still with us. He's still there. Good. He has to. He has to be in every episode. I mean, he has to be there. He, he's all oh, outstanding contribution music, and he has he just has he he hasn't released bad love yet, but it's the um, ballad. You look wonderful tonight. Yeah, that's it. I reckon that's what got it. Going. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bet on it. Okay. Is well, it? No. Oh, that's, um, Moore.
1: <laughs> that's fucking Gary, isn't it? <laughs> yes, how how on earth would you remember a Gary Moore song? How can you forget them? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, just, uh, I, I think I know less about Gary, Gary Moore than than Peter Gabriel.
0: Yeah, I think I know a bit more about Gary Moore because my guitar teacher was a massive Moore Moorehead. Moorehead. <laughs> 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 I had to learn Parisian walkways, the oh classic. It's like, this is this is the song, Parisian <laughs> If you can play Parisian walkways, then you are in guitar heaven. And I was like, well, I really want to learn uh, the solo in uh, I'm the Resurrection, My Stone Roses. So, no, I will not teach the no, not teach no, you that. No, no. no, will not. He just refused to teach me that solo. So I had to learn it myself it's just as well. The power.
1: The power of um, these teachers. I mean, Exactly. Just, just like lauding over you and saying like, no, you must do it like this. The, the, this is the classics.
0: Brainwashing. You know, this is what's good. Don't listen to that bad new stuff. Where did we leave it? The Gabriel route.
1: We're going the Gabriel route, yeah. We're not going the the Kate Bush direction, we're going in the Gabriel direction. Yeah. You call it the line, do you? The Gabriel line. Gabriel path. Path, that's a good one. The branch, the Gabriel branch. Yeah. We're, are we going into the Gabriel galaxy? He collaborated quite a lot. His vocals were in demand. He did backing vocals on Collins Records. He did backing vocals with Joni Mitchell, U2, but he didn't do many duets right okay what i did find on so or only on the cd release of so a song with laurie anderson Mm. it's older than the album so it was like thrown on as a kind of extra but it was actually released on laurie anderson's 1984 album called mr heartbreak Mm. written and produced by both of them So this is the first total collaboration, I think,
0: we're going to talk about. Okay, wonderful.